You're listening to the Visionary Life Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Rydell. Each week, I'll bring you conversations with the most visionary humans on this earth in hopes that you'll be able to absorb their wisdom, avoid their failures, and feel less alone on the roller coaster ride that is entrepreneurship. This season, I'll be chatting with creative thinkers, masterful marketers, brick and mortar shop owners, brand builders, and people just like you who have a story to share or a vision that inspires. If I can share one quick secret with you before we get into the episode, it's that we all have a little bit of visionary inside of us. You know, that spark that nudges us to pursue our full potential in this lifetime. But perhaps somewhere along the line, it got covered up. I'm here to tell you that it's never too late to explore that inner voice and access the brilliance deep down inside of you. It's in you. It's in all of us. Let's dive in. Hey, visionaries, welcome into another episode. Today, we're actually diving into a show that I record almost annually, and it's discussing marketing trends for the upcoming year. Now, obviously, I'm not psychic. I hate to break it to you, but because I do work as a marketing consultant, and that's kind of where I focus my energy all day, every day, Monday to Friday, <laughs> usually try to take two days off where I don't think about marketing for a bit. But because that's where I focus my energy, it is kind of fun for me to observe and to catch trends that are going on in the industry. So I thought I would share those with you today. So we're diving into seven marketing trends for the upcoming year, which is 2024. So I'll go through each of these trends one by one. And my guess is that a couple of them are really going to hit and land with you. And you'll probably think, you know what, I really want to take this trend and run with it or dive deeper on it. And I would encourage you to do that because marketing is ever evolving, always changing. What worked 20 years ago no longer works today. For example, I saw an early iteration of Apple's website and it was literally just like clusters of text everywhere. Whereas if you went to Apple's website today, it's literally a picture, like a stunning photo of how slim and beautiful and modern the iPhone is. They don't even need to use words anymore. And in fact, if they were still marketing the way that they were 30 years ago, they would not be the Apple that they are today. So if that gives you any nudge to not be hesitant to evolve your marketing, then I hope that encourages you to explore trends, explore your inner curiosity, and don't be afraid to experiment when it comes to marketing because what worked yesterday is not going to work tomorrow. Hey, Visionary, do you remember why you got into business? Why you said yes to entrepreneurship in the first place? For so many of us, it's because of that freedom that it can bring and the joy of helping our clients and our customers transform their lives. But then we get bogged down with things like too much responsibility, decision paralysis, feeling so alone and like we're doing this by ourselves. And what's worse is that we can see everything we desire and we just don't know how to get to that next level. So 
what if there was a space where you could actually come on a weekly basis to enrich your business, to hang around other impact-driven and health and lifestyle anchored entrepreneurs and people who have shared values and really big visions like you do? My co-host Emily Elliott and I run an exclusive mastermind for high-performing female entrepreneurs. We are almost full, but we are accepting a few new members, so you can head over to kelseyridle.com slash mastermind if you've been looking for a community and a group of women just like you. This is a space that focuses on individual and shared success. We celebrate each other. We hold space for each other. We coach each other. And Emily and I lead you through trainings and we bring forward guest experts on the topic of luck, on money mindset, on things you can do to improve your sales conversions and so much more. Our group meets at the same time each week, every single Wednesday. And each month we set our focus around key areas so that you can become the most resilient, motivated, and healthy entrepreneur possible. So we have strategy time, implementation time, but we also talk about relationships, mental agility, adventurous marketing, boosting conversions, etc. Again, this is an exclusive space for high-performing female entrepreneurs. So head over to kelseyridle.com slash mastermind to apply. You can see pricing, what it looks like to join, who's in the room with us. And we definitely only have a few spots. So if you want to slide in, we would love to see your application come through. All right. So let's dive in with trend number one. Trend number one is more than ever, it's important not to send people around to different platforms and instead to create content on your publishing platform of choice. So here's what I mean by that, because you might be like, what did you just say? So you know how sometimes when you're on Instagram, you're trying to send people to your website or when you're doing a post on Facebook, you're trying to get people to sign up for a webinar on a landing page, or you're sharing content on LinkedIn, but then you want them to go click over to your blog to read the full article. So this used to work, okay? So we could use social media as, say, an amplification tool. So we would just create in one area, like I said, we might create on Instagram every day, and then we just try to send people over to our email list, to our website, to our other social platforms, to our podcast. But social media is not just an amplification tool anymore because every platform has grown and evolved and is now its own publishing platform. So you might have seen things like LinkedIn articles, you might see things like Instagram broadcast channels, um, and from a user of social media, it's so much easier to consume content and to be marketed to by a brand when they're using the platform that you're already on, right? If I flip open Instagram and you're trying to already send me to your blog, I don't want to do that because I'm on Instagram. So we call that creating natively within the platform. Because when you try to send people bouncing around the internet, first of all, the algorithm hates that. Because why would LinkedIn want to send people away from LinkedIn? So they actually 
um, like demote anyone who publishes URLs, links, uh, external LinkedIn, and instead they're building in their own features, right? So they've created event pages that you can create LinkedIn events. They have articles and publishing software. So you don't have to write a blog or you don't have to create on Medium anymore. You can actually be a LinkedIn creator. So this makes our job as marketers and as creators a lot harder. Why? Because it means that instead of just writing a blog and then blasting it out on all your social and email, all these platforms are favoring creators who create within the platform, which is, again, a lot more work. But if you just pick one or two platforms, this could be really important for you. So the way that I'm really diving deep on this right now is that a few weeks ago or a few months ago, I guess, I saw that Instagram launched the Instagram, um, what are we calling them? Broadcast channels, I guess they are. Broadcast channels are essentially a way to gather your community and you can send DM messages to them. So it's like a, a mass broadcast, but it goes into their DMs and people have to join your channel for exclusive updates. So I thought, okay, so as I am pregnant right now, entering motherhood, not everybody is going to want to see my pregnancy updates, nor is that appropriate as most of my account is dedicated towards business and marketing. So I thought, okay, I'm going to create this broadcast channel. And I was floored that without any effort, 70 people joined. And that's a lot of people. Like to have that many people opt in, like if I were to do this as an email list, it would be totally different. But the fact that I can share on Instagram to my existing followers, hey, I've got this broadcast channel. I'll be sharing about fertility and motherhood and labor and maternity leave as an entrepreneur. And all they have to do is tap a button and they're inside the channel, okay? Which is crazy. It's so easy. So I don't have to send them off of the platform anymore. So this is trend number one. It's to look for ways to create natively within the platform. Every social media channel has essentially become a publishing tool in its own right. And I think the biggest thing we need to check in on is are you constantly diverting people around the internet to find your resources and to figure out where they can connect with you? Because that's causing friction and it's probably causing you to get a very low sign up rate. Okay. So marketing trend number one, create natively on the platforms, maybe do less, but do it better. Okay. Let's get into marketing trend number two. While we're talking about social media, I have a bone to pick. <laughs> a marketing trend for 2024 is that social media has to become social again. And if you are still using it purely as a marketing tool, like, oh, I got to show up, follow this content calendar, follow my promo plan, you're probably, first of all, you're probably hating your life on social, but you're probably also not seeing conversions. So the brands and the people and the founders who are social on social media, who don't treat it simply as a marketing tool, they're going to be the ones that find success, who find that the algorithm works in their favor. And honestly, 
Don't even try to figure out the algorithm. Just post better content. That's another trend for 2024 is that the algorithm doesn't matter. Trying to figure it out would be like trying to build a skyscraper from scratch when you're not an architect and you're not a designer, right? The algorithm is based on a set of data points. It's based on billions of people's consumer behavior patterns and content consumption patterns, and it changes by the minute. And every platform has a different algorithm. So to try and figure this out is absolutely ludicrous. (laughs) And instead, you need to post really good content that your people want. And the way that we know if our content is working is are people interacting with it? Are they DMing you? Because that tells the algorithm you're doing a good job. Are they liking? Are they watching multiple times? Are they going backwards to rewatch your stories? That's the way we know if we're doing a good job. So if you find yourself using social media right now to creep and consume and honestly just to create clutter, which you call marketing, you're probably not seeing results. And I think it's really important to just remind you why that might be. But if you are using social to connect and create value and to cultivate community, you are going to be successful on social in 2024. So that is social media trend or marketing trend number two. Social needs to be social again. Social needs to not be simply a marketing tool. All right, let's move on to trend number three. Trend number three is that the health of the entrepreneur is more important than ever. Now, this one is it's already a popular topic like biohacking and treating your body well and having morning routines and all that. But I feel like we can really see it in the people who are showing up vibrant towards their business, excited, taking care of themselves to whatever degree is possible, have done what they can to make sure that they are whole and well and feeling good before they even pour into their business. Because when we create from a state of depletion and exhaustion and dread, that really ripples into the overall vibe of our business. And I know that might sound a bit woo-woo, but at this point in 2023, going into 2024, I feel like if you're not in tune with that, you really need to check yourself. So a marketing trend for 2024 around that is that the health of the entrepreneur is actually going to become a reason why we are attracted to certain brands or not attracted to them. And I don't mean you have to look a certain way. I just mean there needs to be a vital energy to you because you're acting as the spokesperson. So whether that means daily cold plunging or whether that means taking yourself to the spa once a month, it's figuring out the rituals, routines, habits, and things that make you so damn excited and that literally bring smiles to your faces. Because 
If you step out, uh, maybe you just did a sculpting class or something, um, like you're working with, <laughs> clearly I am not a sculptor, but anyways, you're doing an art class, you walk out and you're just like so excited about what you've created, you're brimming, and then you're going to meet a potential investor or a potential client. Instead of going into that interaction being like, I'm so overwhelmed. Oh my God, business is so stressful. I have bags under my eyes. You're going to come off that art class, walk into that investor meeting, and your energy is just going to be palpable. You know what I mean? And maybe you chug some water. You make sure you eat well that day. You walk into that meeting and you are confident AF. And you build that confidence, right? Like, I don't think most of us are born with confidence. We just build it by doing things. Failing can produce confidence. Succeeding can produce confidence. Trial and error, really understanding who we are at our cores. Um, these are the things that build confidence, okay? And so taking care of our health is one way to supercharge that confidence and to actually show up to our business with a completely different mentality. So for me, um, you know, if I wasn't pregnant, I'd be cold plunging at least once a week. Uh, right now, I love to listen to motivational music that helps me to shift my mood and take care of my health. I love to just dance and feel the energy of music couple other things um, would be to use a standing desk sometimes instead of sitting all day or to make sure I'm getting out on long walks, prioritizing uh, nutrient-dense smoothies or bulletproof coffees in the morning, like a healthy breakfast when possible. So again, it's just like keeping fresh energy pumping through old veins because business can get boring. Business can be mundane. Anyone who tells you it's fun all the time is probably lying to you because um, there's a lot of shit that we have to deal with. So how can you infuse new routines into your mundane work processes and literally just like reset and invigorate yourself? So that is marketing trend number three, that the health of the entrepreneur is going to be more important than ever. Let's get into marketing trend number four, which is that in-person events and businesses that are offering a hybrid of online programming and offline programming are actually going to experience bigger success and wins than businesses that are exclusively online. We are craving this post-pandemic, and the last 10 years have meant saturation. And again, I don't love that word, but I'll just use it to be bold. The last 10 years have meant saturation of online courses, saturation of digital content. Very few people, because there is this like, work from anywhere, be a digital nomad, which is true. You can, I've done it pretty much. Um, you know, although I've always maintained some personal in-person interaction in my business, there have been times when I've been 96% exclusive online and have not needed to leave my house. But 
I don't think that's that cool anymore. And I don't think it's working. I have a lot of people come to me and they're like, Kels, my online course isn't selling. Kels, my um, website doesn't get any traction. And the first place my mind goes is, do you have a community of people? Have you met other entrepreneurs? Are you immersing yourself in real life communities that would even prompt someone to want to go Google you or check you online? Because it starts with your physical community, like the people who are right outside your door, the friends and family you have from the last 20, 30, 40, 50 years, the people who you've met on the internet, you have to have a relationship with them. And we can't just assume that building a fully online business is easy or that that's even the right path because we are primal beings. Human connection is so vital And I think to um, completely write that out of your business, if that's what you've done, it's a bit of a mistake. And I'll tell you, for the last year, uh, my business partner, Emily, and I have been selling an online group program called Leap. And it's for business owners who are looking to clarify their offer, to figure out how they're going to market that, that offer and price it. And to have the confidence all the way through to not quit on themselves. And selling that program has been, I'd say it's, you know, not hard, but not easy. However, when we hosted a very similar version of this course called Online Course Complete, it was an in-person one-day event teaching people how to build, create, launch and scale their online courses. We spent eight hours together. We had a beautiful venue at an arboretum surrounded by trees. We had a catered lunch that was completely healthy and holistic. That event was so much easier to sell than selling our online group program, even though we were constricted by geographical location, right? Because not everyone can come to Guelph, Ontario, Canada on October 21st from nine to five. So there was that constraint, but somehow that constraint and having the in-person full day, it was actually a way easier sell. We ended up selling out the event. So our in-person events back Do people want retreats, events, workshops, full day immersives, um, meetups, gatherings, Marketing trend for 2024 is that the brands who are bringing back in-person connection, who are creating that annual conference again, or, you know, I flew out in July to a retreat in Utah because one of my visions was that in 2023, I would only spend money on professional development that was in-person. I was done with online groups. Now, I am somebody who runs a primarily online group, our mastermind, which is for driven female entrepreneurs. And so I'm not opposed to them, but I had spent like the better part of three years previously. So 2019, 2020, 2021, being completely online with my masterminds and my business growth. So I knew that coming into 2022, 2023, what I was really looking for was that in-person connection. And it was um, somebody who could deliver on that that was going to take my money. I had about 
let's say ten to twenty thousand dollars to invest in professional development. And I made an exclusive constraint that would only go to in-person. Another reason for that too is just because you can make such accelerated connections at in-person events. And I think people are realizing that like, are your friends on the internet as strong as your friends in real life? Probably not. So it's important to meet up with them, to have partnerships, to have in-person conversations that roll into 10 p.m. at night where you're in the hot tub telling stories and connecting on a personal level, not just a professional level. And I think that's more important than ever. And the brands who take advantage of that, who create that in-person option or component, they are going to win. All right. Let's get into marketing trend number five. This one was on our previous year's recap. And it is the death of the influencer or the traditional lifestyle influencer who postures on the internet and who's selling a lifestyle, not a product. Now, I'm not saying that selling a lifestyle is wrong. Like if you want to drive around your Range Rover, if you want to live in a bougie location and post yourself dancing on a beach, go for it. But it's not necessarily the most ethical way to sell a product because it's like, if you buy this, you'll be like me. And I know that there's a fine line there, right? It's like, you know, to a degree, anyone who shows their lifestyle might be influencing the product that they offer. But over the last five years, there were a lot of people who thought if I buy a Range Rover or a BMW and show the logo on all my stories, people will just buy into whatever I'm selling because they want that too. And they want the secret. And there is no secret, obviously. And what I've been realizing too is that a lot of these people, number one, their engagement is way down. Number two, they're being seen for who they really are, which is somebody who's severely lacking self-confidence. Like I often see these posts. I was like, one year ago today, I was so miserable and life was falling apart. But if you were to scroll back to their content from a year ago, what they were saying was, I'm living the best life. It's amazing. And I just feel like at this point, guys, we know how to cut through the bullshit on social media and in marketing. So a marketing trend for 2024 is to be yourself. Be you. (laughs) Don't feel like you have to do it like anybody else does it. Don't feel like you have to posture on the internet. In fact, that facade of life is perfect or I live a certain way is not going to serve you long-term. You don't need the perfect branding. You don't need the perfect website. Your hair doesn't need to look nice in order to connect with people. In fact, more than ever, I hear that the people who are generating a lot of leads are the ones who are honestly being themselves, who I find myself attracted to because it's a confidence that they hold in who they are. So that's marketing trend for number 20 or for 2024 is the death of the influencer, the death of the person posturing and the rise of the person who is exuding who they are at their core 
no mask on, and just being themselves, which is the only differentiator these days. Okay, let's get into marketing trend number six. Number six is that positioning and clarity is everything. So if you were to ask three friends to explain what you do in five words or less, what would they say? The reason I'm asking this is because oftentimes we are not even explaining our product and our service well enough for our closest friends and family to understand. So their reflections back to you will tell you whether you have dialed in your offer and your positioning and your messaging or whether you actually need to go back to square one. Okay. Sometimes we assume the people closest to us actually understand the best what we do, but they're oftentimes the most confused. They're the ones going, so what are you up to these days? What's that new program you launched? You seem to be bouncing all over the place. And that's not good. We don't want people to be confused. Not our close friends and family, not anyone. So a trend for marketing in 2024 is that if your positioning and your clarity is confusing, your key messaging on your website, if your value proposition is not written properly, you are going to lose out on 99% of your customers because we don't have the attention span to try and figure out what you do. I need to know in one to three words how you can help me, okay? And in that, I also need to know why you. So what's your secret sauce? And why I should pay attention to your offer over everybody else who does what you do, okay? So really think about what are those unique attributes that you need to talk about? What is the reason somebody should care? Um, Is there a trend in the industry right now that makes a lot of sense for you to capitalize on? Like, are you an algorithm expert or an intermittent fasting expert? And if you don't feel like you have one to three trigger words, so if someone were to ask you what you do and you don't have like a simple word, I do marketing for small business. Oh, okay. I get that. Like, I can, of course, go deeper on that, but for the average person who I'm just trying to explain in layman's terms, in grade six language, I'm going to say the most basic thing ever because I want them to get a grip on who I am, what I do, without word vomiting on them, you know? Um, So that is marketing trend number six, is that positioning key messaging and finding clarity in your value and your offers is vital. And you might need to practice your pitch. You might need to do the exercise where you ask three friends to explain what you do in five words or less, see what they say. Maybe they're going to mirror back to you something you never thought of before, which is kind of cool. And marketing trend number seven, our last one of this podcast is that marketing has to funnel leads to the sales department. Now, it's not enough to just be promoting and advertising and creating content and 
doing a good job at all of these things that we've just discussed, having the most beautiful content and being on schedule and hosting workshops. Now, this is what I often talk about with my clients is building out their marketing funnel, but at the bottom of the marketing funnel is conversion. Conversion happens by selling people into your offer. So I was recently working with a client and they didn't have any sort of marketing funnel set up. So we were like, okay, we're going to need to set something up and figure out how are you connecting with your dream clients? One of the ways in which we did that was to actually bring back in-person workshops. So capitalizing on the trend, the fact that people want in-person lessons And so they decided to host these in-person workshops. They ended up selling out two workshops in the month of November, both at 20 people each uh, for a fee of like 70 bucks, which is great. So they generate about $1,000 from the workshop. They come to me after workshop number one and they said, okay, well, it's great that we made $1,000. We have some, you know, new people in our ecosystem, but we're not selling our packages. And that's the bottom of their funnel. And I said, well, did you make an offer? Did you do a sales pitch? Did you have a limited time promo? How did the last few minutes of your workshop go? And they said, well, we went over time. So we didn't tell anyone what we do or how we could continue working with them. And I thought, well, therein lies the problem is that we might get so hung up on the marketing piece that we forget that marketing generates leads for the sales department, right? And so marketing trend for 2024 is that the businesses that have not only a marketing funnel, but also a sales process on the back end are the ones who are going to succeed. And so to finish that story, My clients had their second workshop, again, sold out, made about a little over $1,000 or $1,200, I believe it was. And this time we wrote out a sales pitch. We wrote out a limited time offer. And I said, okay, guys, like this is your chance. So let's see with all this amazing marketing that you're doing, uh, building awareness of the brand. Now we need to sell. Selling is required to be a successful business. So this time they did a pitch. They ended up selling five of their two-month coaching packages. So they banked a few thousand dollars in addition because selling is required. Having a sales pitch is really the finish line of marketing. And then you have to deliver the product or service, right? So a marketing trend for 2024 is that businesses that have the full funnel built out top of funnel, middle of funnel, bottom of funnel, and then really work on the conversion and the selling are going to see the most success. And that funnel actually continues into upselling, into looking for other products that they might enjoy from your product suite and continuing to nurture the people who you've converted because there's a lot of other offers on the back end that they might be interested in. So don't forget about your sales process because it could bring in 10x, 100x the amount of income if you do it properly because your marketing might be great. But remember, marketing brings leads to sales. So that's it. Those are my seven trends, seven marketing trends for 2024. I hope those were resonant and that you can take a few of those away. 
Um, and just one last thing, I think as we go into 2024, don't be afraid to experiment. You don't need to jump on every trend, but you do need to try a few of them on for size and start learning through real-time feedback because every audience is different. Every business can benefit from a bit of a unique and custom marketing strategy. And if you do need help, you can always head over to KelseyRidal.com. Here I am sending you off the podcast platform, but there's no easy way to capture you here. KelseyRidal.com or at KelseyRidal on Instagram. I would love to help you build out a marketing strategy for 2024. We're going to review your top of funnel, your middle of funnel, your bottom of funnel, or your tofu, mofu, bofu. We're going to figure out where the opportunities lie, what you're doing that's working, what you're doing that's not working that you need to stop doing. And we're going to see where are the weak spots? Where are the leaks in your funnel? Is it that you're doing a great job of promotion and awareness and then everybody's leaking out in the middle of the funnel? Okay, I'll show you how to fix that. Or do you have great tofu, great mofu, and it's your bofu, your bottom of funnel that is leaking people out? Um, Because we can fix that too. And when we can do this audit and visualize it and simplify it, I guarantee you are sitting on thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. All right, you guys, that is it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you next time had to interrupt this episode to let you know that over on the Visionary Life blog, we have created so many free resources for you to help you live your best life, to stay motivated as an entrepreneur, and to dial in your marketing strategy. Right now, if you head over to kelseyridle.com slash blog, you can access free content like marketing strategies for you to test in the next 12 months that don't cost a penny and that actually work. We have a blog on how to track important SEO metrics and to monitor your traffic to see if you're ranking on Google. We have something called the 10 essential elements of writing a blog post. You don't want to miss that one. We talk about five easy ways to grow your coaching business, 10 marketing strategies to attract more clients and exceptional women owned small businesses that you don't want to miss out on. So there's so much content, head over to kelseyridle.com slash blog, pick one to start with and let me know which one resonates with you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Visionary Life. I love bringing you these conversations on a weekly basis, so it would mean so much to me if you could help me out by rating and reviewing the show on either iTunes or Spotify. It just takes a second. And if you don't want to rate the show, you could also just take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your social media platform of choice, tagging me at Kelsey Rydell. I'll catch you in the next episode.